to everybody and their neighbor. Welcome to Gear and Gigs. I'm your host, Jet Stone. I'm so glad you guys could stop by. Today's a special show. Uh, it's our birthday bash part two. Trey and our director who cooked up a special show for my birthday. And here we're choosing our top five albums that you could listen to over and over without ever tiring of. And you enjoyed literally every song on the record. So uh, a tough choice indeed. And we left Trey choosing uh, number two. Here we go. So, right, so you need a second one to catch uh, up a little bit. Oh, gosh. Every so, song. You got to like every song. Every song. So second album would be an album called Waiting for Morning to Come by Being as an Ocean. Another short title <laughs> that I'm sure you've heard of. I'd like to buy another obviously. letter, please. Being as an Ocean, I have heard you yes. talk about them. Um, again, just everything that they did on that one, all the experimentation uh, musically that they did because they kind of stepped out of the box for their their sound, uh, went to a completely different producer for this one, and it was their uh, fourth album. So up until that point, they had a pretty succinct sound locked in. Were you a fan? I was. Loved their their first three albums. Uh, and then this one came out, and it it came out in the midst of some label issues that they were having. Uh, I don't know if they had to re-record the entire album from scratch after the legal part of things were done, but they at least re-recorded a couple of songs and did them a little differently from the way that they had released singles prior to the album coming out. All of that, kind of like with Rumors, all of the the angst and and things that they had been feeling came out intangibly through the through the music and. Um, it was another one of those, oh my gosh, I, I had to listen to it. You know, I, I typically judge those moments when I go, okay, I gotta, I gotta get home and shut the door and turn the lights off and just listen to the record and not worry about anything else. Like, I just want to hear everything that's going on and I want to, you know, experience it the way that they're uh, intending because nobody makes music for your drive to work unless you're, you know, smash mouth. Like it, you're, you're wanting somebody to experience something that you did and focus on what you did. Um, so listening to that one was one of those where for probably, I don't even know. That's all I listened to for about a month was, was that record just front to back. And there's a lot of not really filler tracks, but they would have a track that could be a single. And then they would have a track that would kind of transition to the next thing that could be a single but it all flowed together really well and and all kind of spoke to a greater purpose um okay now you, only, you guys have only got a few more albums to mention the tone castle albums all right and you know i could mention any of the first five or six rush albums and, and they would all be on there but you know that's kind of like I love the band, so I'm not going to try to pick <laughs> an, an album there. I, instead, I'm going to go with something a little more unusual, I guess. But but something that an album that I just love, and that's Guitar Slinger, by uh, by Brian Setzer's Orchestra. Man, I yeah. tell you, that album came at a time where I was down, really down, really depressed, and uh, I had never listened. I, I, heard, I had heard the you know Straight Cats, you know that kind of stuff, but. I could have cared less, to be honest. You know, it was okay. It was good. It was, you know, listenable, mm-hmm. but I, it wasn't my thing. And uh, I don't know what it was that made me listen to that album. To this day, I have no idea why I listened to that album, why I bought it. But I got the, I got the, the CD, 
and I liked the cover. It was it was mostly gold, and it had him standing outside this this club, and it, Guitar Slinger. It's a good name, Guitar Slinger, you know. And I, I was I was in a loner period. It seemed like a loner thing to say, Guitar Slinger. And he was away from his band, you know. So I'm like, okay. And you know, let's say he's got a lot more people in that band, but I didn't know it at the time. He wasn't pictured with him. And uh, I was doing a lot of driving. Yeah. I put it in the car and I started driving to that stuff and I just couldn't get enough of it. And it like pulled me out of my funk and the way he played guitar with the horns and with this guitar attitude that had this rock thing, but not afraid to be jazz or country or rockabilly, whatever he mm -hmm. wanted and be real traditional and, and, and just really pay homage to all these classic players. And yet, totally stink it up with new incredible stuff that you know just had such attitude and passion in his plan and the horns had such passion and the and the people also it had joy it was just full of joy mm -hmm. and i needed that and uh man to this day i can listen to brian setzer play and it just it instantly fills me with joy and that album in particular any song i'm 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 stuck until it's over because it's just enough for me that's yeah yeah he's awesome yeah all right stace what's your uh Got a fourth from Jet. Hang on, to check with Google. Hang on. Need your yeah, fourth. Yeah. Check my phone here. Yeah. What's my, my fourth, fourth favorite album? Classic well, guitar albums. For yeah. 40, Johnny. Um, so I'm going to stick Bee Gees, with... what? <laughs> yeah, Bee Gees. <laughs> um, so the band that turned me around and I didn't like them that much until I saw this uh, video was uh, Chili Peppers at Sling Castle. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Chili just, peppers, just you, awesome. and yeah. that was the color uh, me shocked. Yeah, yeah. that was the curveball from wow. uh, from that side of the uh, that you side can of the watch glass. It. You can watch it, uh, like I can watch it. Who Both is it, Frusciani? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, well, he, they have had multiple people. Navarro didn't suck. Yeah. yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, I'm never going to be on Ink Master. Maybe I don't think bit. he's. Very good, especially really? not. He's what? too. He's not uh, like Frusciante, and even uh, the the guy before him that was uh, uh, that died of the the heroin overdose. Like they were funk guitar players, and Navarro had this almost. He he's not robotic in his playing, but compared to them, when you put him in the context of the Chili Peppers, it seemed forced. He's busy thinking about going home to his wife. Have you seen his wife, Carmen Electra? I mean, you know. I mean, yeah. Good. I mean, I would be hard pressed to concentrate on my damn funk if I gotta go home to Carmen Electra. Just saying. But Just saying, realistically, yeah. like, and and part of my bias is that John is one of the reasons. Um, after those big no, three. No, you can't pile on. Look at him. You see what he's trying to do? He's trying to pile on influences. Go ahead. Finish your statement. They're my influences. I get <laughs> to pile them on. <laughs> Frusciani, don't you find him, bless his heart, and God forbid I should meet him after saying this, but doesn't he seem a little, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Eccentric. Eclectic. No, that's yeah. not strong enough. Okay. I mean... <laughs> Unpredictably eccentric? Drugs will do that to you. I'm not saying anything to do with drugs. I have nothing... I have no knowledge of that world, yeah. but it seems like he's just... Like, might be hard to manage from a, like, band manager standpoint. Like, we got a show at six, yeah. and what time are you going to show up? Right. 
Again. Tell him six when it's nine. Again. Right. Drugs will do that to you. Because he was he was strung out on heroin for most of the time. Well, he plays like a heroin player. He's got that laid back, I'm just slightly missing the beat sort mm-hmm. of thing, and it's cool. You know? Yeah. yeah. I like his sound. I like his playing. I just... Which, and, and he's not nearly as influential to me as, as the others, but influential? like... Influential? Influential. Uh-huh. Right. That's the vocab word of the day. The word of the day is influential. Yeah, like his, his, uh, that he was cool about it. He didn't care. He was just playing and it just worked. And that like, dude makes like heroin cool. Yeah. Like you know, Keith Richards made it lame, but this dude makes it all cool. I traded my guitar for a syringe. Like, you know, it, it worked right. for him. Kids don't try yeah, that at don't home. Don't do drugs. Yeah. I, I, no, he's joking. Yeah, it's completely farce. Completely joking. Get off the floor, um, dude. Sorry, man. I just you know I'm so strung out. That's cool because well, I I think that they're a really cool band. Wow. Uh, and especially coming from Stevie Ray Vaughan and and uh, and other live albums like that to go to right the Chili Peppers. Well, even even uh, was it Chad Smith the drummer? Yeah, Chad. Like yeah. he's solid. He oh, does everything oh, he needs to do. He's more than solid. He, that dude is a, yeah, is a monster. Fun. And he's he looks monster. just like Will Ferrell. He, he looks, does. unfortunately, for for many Both people, of them. exactly like Will Ferrell. Uh, Have you seen that? We've all seen the YouTube video. Yeah, the yeah. video of them playing together. Um, but, uh, okay, so that's yeah, four. That's, that's, that's four. Uh, that's four. Oh. Four for me, four uh, for you. you. And three for me. So my fourth, or guess third. No, I'm on third. Uh, so my third would be, uh, again, to stay out of the jet zone. Uh, you could cross over. It's okay. No, no, no. It's fine. Uh, best uh, albums of all time. There are, the, the albums you could listen. The, the the criteria are listen to every song. You can listen to it every week. You never get tired of it. Yep. Favorite album status. Yes. Okay. Um, the Alchemy Index by Thrice. They were a band that started uh, actually heavier and then kind of became less so as they uh, as they developed. They're like the Benjamin Button of heavy metal. Yes. Well. Interesting. You know, they they came out of a weird time, and I I wasn't crazy into their music when they were really popular. So the band is thrice. I'm sorry, the album was uh, the Alchemy Index. I like the name. That uh, should have been the name of the band. That's a good name for a band. So it was it was a double album, or technically it was four EPs that were released two at a time. That together is one is considered one album, one double album. Um, but it's five songs each. You're taking notes because I've I lost track. You said you liked math. I was catering to that. Thrice. Uh, so uh, three Four times I said it. Thrice, thrice I said it. Um, <laughs> so five songs uh, for each of the fo- or yeah, five well, songs. So for there's each twenty of the four. songs or fifteen. There's twenty songs. Twenty songs. The so twenty songs uh, and each five each EP is uh, based on one of the four elements. Fire, water, uh, air, and earth. Gotcha. So fire is all all of his lyric, um, his imagery is all fire or gotcha. flame or heat based. Right. Um, the uh, it, it's their more aggressive side. So when he gets to earth, does he just talk dirty? No. <laughs> So it was right there, man. I had to do it. Dust and I apologize I'm for so him. Sorry. I don't. I had to do it. I don't. I don't actually associate with them. They asked me to be here, and I said yes because I felt sorry for them. But I don't want you to think that this is the kind of 
environment that I let myself be surrounded by. <laughs> oh, I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. But so so <laughs> fire was the the aggressive distorted guitars, heavier, more more uh, angsty. Just overall. So I'm assuming water is more laid back. Uh, water was actually the uh, more electronic influenced. Oh. A lot more sense, bigger ambient stuff. I mean, interesting. Uh, air is all kind of. Explosions in the sky, big ambient, but a lot more. Is that a band? Explosions in the sky, yeah. Okay, wait. Stacy had no idea it was a band. What? He's like, what the hell are you talking about? I mean, man? it's gonna be weird, but they did the uh, explosions in the sky. Did the soundtrack for Friday Night Lights? Have you seen that? So if you okay. like, if you yeah. liked the music in that, that just sounded like they made it for the movie. That's the kind of music the band makes. But oh, okay. uh, ethereal, also ambient, but in a different way than than the water. Because, uh, like I said, water's all digital. You hear a lot of sampling. He uses vocoders. How much time and, was across this four EP project? I mean, how much time did uh, it span? So they they recorded it all over the course of I think a year. Um, and so they really had, had to shift, had like, all, shift gears. Yeah, yeah. So they had it all done before they even released the first half of it. Wow. Because uh, it was it all even though they were separate things, it all went together. Same producer, same studio, yeah. same. Yep. Same Interesting. Way. Uh, and then Earth was the acoustic, folksy, oh, folk, okay, the folksy influence. So slide, resonators, acoustic guitars. Are we singing guitars. or screaming in this music? Uh, all singing except for one song. Okay, and he's kind of yelling in, in the fire section. In the I'm fire saying? section, and, and and it's really more of a yell. He's not screaming. They never. Excuse me. Uh, I don't say they never. They did in their earlier stuff, but right. he was never big into that. That never. I mean, he said that in an interview. It just didn't really appeal to him to cater to that as much for him vocally. Okay. Um, and after that, they pretty much became just like an indie rock band. Like it, it completely transitioned them they out of just heavy music. Accelerated. Yeah, and just went. We're just gonna do this because this is what we like, and this is where we're gonna be. So that's Earth. That's Water that's fire, air. What's the air? Uh, air is the is the clean guitars, ethereal, ambient, uh, but definitely has more of a. It's lighter feeling than the water ambience. Okay. And once again, the name of the album is Alchemy. The Alchemy Index. In Alchemy Index. All right, so that's three. That's my third. Yeah. Give me your fourth. Fourth. Do we need, do we need to come back? Uh. Circle back around. Yeah, circle All back right. around. Uh, Stace, what do you got? Oh, we got man. number five. I know he's searching like crazy on his phone. <laughs> he's what do you got? What do you got? The Partridge Family. What are well, you, you forget things because you go, oh well, this is probably oh no, but I really like that one too. Yeah. I just I'd like to just say that I have not once consulted an electronic oh, device during this. I have consulted my conundrum wine, but uh, that's I should it. have probably done that. Well, you, I can get you a glass. It's no. not a problem. Yeah, just no, take the bottle, sorry. man. Just yeah. suck on it like a... Yeah, yeah. Like a what? Yeah. I think uh, one album... Uh, Don't know. That, see, this sounds... You're already qualifying it. It sounds, doesn't sound like the passion's behind your decision. Are you sure? Well, I was going to say it still stands up. No, see, it still stands up. I don't know. That doesn't feel like it's the one. You, you better think about it now. Okay, it's, so, the stipulations are, you can listen to every, it every week. You, yeah, you every could week. listen to it every week. You listen to it over and over. You like every song. You wouldn't fast forward through a song no matter yeah. what. Gosh, boy. Um, no, it gets harder. 
Because there, that's such a, a specific parameter. It sounds like, oh, well, I'm sure there's a few of those. But even if there's a bunch of albums that I love or albums that were super influential for me that I can't listen to every song. Yeah. I like latched onto a few things and that was it. Oh, every song, every song. Um, I mean, I could pick a Yes yes album, definitely. There's several Yes albums I could pick, but I've already picked one of those. Yeah. Uh, every song, boy, every song. Every song, every... Oh, well, I I I could uh, I don't know about every week though. <laughs> <laughs> every week, I probably uh, I don't know every week. God, maybe maybe I, I think I could. I think I could. I'm gonna go for it. Okay. This is this is number five, right? Okay. Yeah, You're, this is your final. Is, oh, your is final. that your final answer? Oh. Final answer. Wow. Do you want to think about it and come back to you? No, no, I'm going to go with it. Okay. I feel pretty good about it. All right. All right. That's good. Give me time to think about it. And it's it. timely, considering recent events. It's uh, Eric Johnson, Alien Love Child. Oh. Live. It's a live album. It's a live album. Live guy. And uh, I, I saw them live perform that show. Still to this day, the most mind-bogglingly amazing, jaw-dropping show in every way, from the playing to the tones um, the album sounds just like I remember the show, which I really yeah. dig. You know, they did in the same set order, I believe, and it just started the same way. And I remember when it when it first started, the concert first started. He started like swelling up his guitar, you know, and doing had like echo and stuff, and he was doing some kind of like little things, little sounds and things. And it, and then just the initial swelling up of the guitar, his tone in stereo, you know, coming up through the PA. And I was right in the middle. It was pretty good, a lot, 15th, 16th row, right in the middle. And and it came up, and several of us around me, I could hear people go, oh, shit, oh, crap. He hadn't even started playing yet, but it was just such a good tone right mm. away. And you're like, oh, yeah. whoa. And on the CD, if you listen to the album, that's what happens. You actually hear people, if you listen, roll it up real high, you hear people going, oh, shit, holy cow, yeah. before it even starts. Because it's just, the way it swelled in the room was like this... It like surrounded you. It was like, it was like, it was like guitar from heaven. It was seriously like guitar straight from heaven. And then they started playing, and your jaw just swung down here somewhere around <laughs> your nipple area, and you just were were transcendent the whole time. It was just, it was amazing. So I'm gonna put that album in there, Alien Love Child. All right. Well, that's good because that that made me uh, remember one that. Uh, I can... Uh, hey, I out-Google Google. Guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it's flying... Uh, I'm not sure which tour it is, but it's uh Satriani tour. Oh. With, uh, with, it opens with Flying in a Blue Dream. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, live I, I know this. Yeah, yeah live. Yeah. Live guy. But it, uh, <laughs> he... They, Studio people, just forget it. You're not getting his vote, no matter what. Well... Sergeant is, Peppers... <laughs> Ooh, Sergeant Pepper. Sergeant Pepper, the way. Oh, the way can we Andy all have an aud- just an audible add-on as Sergeant Pepper? Can we just throw that <laughs> yeah. on for everybody? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Right? You know, I mean, yeah. just okay. Go ahead. No, that it, it starts out very similar to what you're describing with the Eric Johnson uh, pieces. You know, there's a like a, a keyboard pad or something going on, right? And he comes and Joe Joe starts to play, and it's just like shh, the whole. You just go dang, but that's uh, I that's one I can can listen and to. Satriani's so good, man. Yeah. Back in that period, especially, so good. 
Yeah, he's good tone and more nice. more. Uh, as much as I love Vi, um, sometimes I feel guilty listening to Vi because he's so good. He, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like I feel ashamed yeah. a little bit. Pashmani <laughs> makes me feel ashamed, but not as as dirtily ashamed. <laughs> yeah, Vi is. You're like, oh man, he fasted forty days before he played this. I can just tell it's so perfect. You know, I just, I I feel bad. Yeah. At my standards. You know, Satrani makes me feel like oh, maybe he had a hot dog before he played. <laughs> <laughs> He's a relatable guy. Yeah, like, just... He puts his pant legs on one at a time. Steve Vai just jumps into them. <laughs> like, and they rise to meet him. That's right. That's right. Because if they don't, they know what happens. And they're custom special pants that yes. magically stay perfectly aligned all day long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Somehow I, I feel like Steve I's got it all worked out. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I don't know. Not that Santriani doesn't have worked out, but I still got his hand. Tatriani still has some humanity left. Vi's <laughs> yeah. transcendent. Uh, he has transcended, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I don't... That, there, see, there's a question. Is art worth that level of sacrifice Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. that's okay that's no, no, no. we can't we a, can't get derailed that's that's, a, that's the next a conversation okay. um but uh that, that yeah that's gonna be a good one um <laughs> but uh so my my fourth uh as they all were talking I, I remembered um is the album plans by a band called death cab for cutie Hey, oh, a band yeah. I've heard of. Hey, yeah. Um, That's singing, right? Yeah, singing. They were. Uh, so, oh, never mind. They're, I'll ask later. They're considered one of the more um, influential indie bands, kind of coming up. I mean, I think Plans came out in two thousand four, um, and they'd been around for a little That's while. Not a before. long album, is it? No, not for a minute. It's probably forty minutes, yeah. maybe. What'd you like about it? The songwriting, the succinctness, the the directness of it. The Everything, yeah. It was a very it was a very raw album, even though it was very polished. It sounds spontaneous, though. Yeah, like it, and it and it sounds like uh, Ben, the lead singer, is just kind of. Even though I know that there was a lot of thought that went into his lyric writing for that album, it feels like it was just him emotionally off dumping. The cuff. Yeah, just, just off the cuff. And then this happened, and then this, and then this, and you know, my cat died. But so you, once again, you like the conversational one-on-one feeling of it. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of his lyrics are well, there are a lot of relationship-based things, but it's him discussing things usually with that person or about that person to someone else and one of the things that he's gossip kind of but (laughs) but one of the things that he's not afraid to do is admit fault in his lyrics um that was one of the first times i had ever listened to a record and gone wow he's he knows he's upset but he knows he had a hand in it too and and taking responsibility for interesting uh things that that had caused him, you know, either pain or sadness or happiness that, that he was recognizing that it wasn't all just, you did this to me. And it was, we did it to each other or, you know, we drifted apart, not you left kind of a, kind of an approach to things. And, uh, I've always really liked his lyrics, but the way that album portrayed all of those. And, and like I said, even though I, I know it took a tremendous amount of, of thought and planning and, there's so much going on and so many layers. It's immediately accessible, but there's so much depth to it that I can listen to it over and over again. And I used to. That was an album that I would listen to before I went to sleep 
uh, for years. What is their instrumentation on that album? Um, they have a lot of, a lot of different stuff. Um, and honestly, it's one of those that I haven't necessarily intentionally picked apart. They have keyboards? Is, they do. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't want it to lose that magic right. that okay, I have so for it. Interesting. I, I don't want to know absolutely everything that they're doing because then it takes away the kind of the mystery and the, but that's their thing. See, that's now that's another interesting conversation is if you've played in a cover band, just playing and figuring out the songs, or even if you haven't played in a band, you just figure out a song, like you know, right. you figure out some song. Does it take away some of the magic for you? For instance, I just figured out Cashmere recently, right? You yeah. heard me playing it the other day. Oh, yeah. I figured out Cashmere. I figured it, it's done in a tuning, right? Dag Dad, I think. And I figured out a way to do it without going into a tuning. It's not exactly the same, but it's close enough if you had bass and drums or something. And so I'm playing and I'm going, oh, this is really cool. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> now I know how they got that sound, that droning thing. Yeah. Now I know how right. and and yeah, if I put bass and drums, I could record it. And it would sound just like that. Add some strings, and now I got it. It's like, it's kind of like you know, if you know the recipe to KFC, is it mm-hmm. does it lose the magic? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think for me, anytime I've ever gone to learn someone's song that I look up to or that I take influence from, at some point I go, wait, is that all they're doing? <laughs> <laughs> And then I go, oh man! I'm like just figuring out the tone castle parts right now. Great. How did like like how did I miss that? Or that's not too much different from what I'm already doing because it's almost like I'm looking for some great secret. Right. And then I go, they just are doing basically the same thing I did, but have different influences of different people and different musical uh, inputs, and so it ends up coming out like this, which will probably never happen because I don't have those other members. Or, or situations that that I'm in to, to kind of have that organic uh, creation. Um, so yeah, I, I try not to learn other people's stuff if I can help it, especially if I really, really like it, because it, it does. It's like, you know, learning where your steak came from. It takes all the fun out there of... There is that, yeah. takes all the fun out of enjoying it for what it is. There um, is that, yeah. And Once with, you've worked at a restaurant, you don't want to go eat there. yeah. And, and with that album in particular, like there's so much that I'm sure that I know based on when I started listening to it versus now that I probably could pick it apart and go, oh, cool, this is what they're doing here. But I want that, you know, I want the 14-year-old me that you want to just disbelief. enjoyed it. You want to suspend yeah. disbelief and be an audience. Um, and, and it... Do you know, that's what uh, Lucas did with Spielberg for uh, Indiana Jones. Uh, Lucas had the idea. Yeah. Apparently, gave it to. They were talking. Their friends, right? Nice to have friends like that, right? Mm-hmm. Gave it to Spielberg, and Spielberg said, "Well, let's do it together." And Lucas is like, "No, I want to watch it." Yeah, I'm like, "Wow!" Because if he was involved, you know, it wouldn't be the same. Like, man, right. that's that's pretty cool to be able to to do that. It, it it begs the question, you know, you look at somebody that that plays something fast a certain way, you know, mm-hmm. Eric Johnson, for instance, plays fast a certain way, and right. Steve Lukather plays fast a certain way, and what's the guy in Journey? Um, uh, Neil Sean plays a certain mm-hmm. way fast, right? But it's the way they naturally played mm-hmm. fast, you know, and if you try to do it, it'll be awkward. If I try to do it, it'll be awkward. But if I try to play fast my way, it'll be easy, you know. Mm-hmm. So in some ways, trying to be your heroes is always going to be harder than they found it to be themselves. And disappointing, I think. In some ways, I think it can be. But but it's true. Once you've figured out the secret, it, it does take a little bit of that away. And I guess maybe that's one of the reasons I always like the band thing and the, the complexity of multiple people all doing it once. Because then even if you know one part of it, I can't be everybody. Right. Right. You, know, you still need all those people to do that together. And that was kind of the magic, you know? 
Mm-hmm. But, you know, then again, you watch Liberace play by himself and you're like, oh my God, how does he do that? Yeah. I know it's quite a stretch to go to Liberace, uh, but he's a single was. individual player a that just stretch. amazes yeah. with an individual yeah. player no, with no, nobody absolutely. assisting. Those, those uh, standalone uh, virtuosos are just amazing. Mind-boggling. Sure. Yeah, yeah, how do they do that? I don't know. I couldn't go out by myself. I wouldn't want to go out by myself and try to entertain like that. No. I want to be with it within an ensemble. So you're you've you have delivered your five. I have. You've delivered your five. He has. So and I am short. I am short one. And there's there's so many that are just neck and neck. And I've been kind of just say the Jim Neighbors Christmas album. Get it over with, man. <sighs> no, no, no. I, I think that if I if I had to pick just one more without an honorable mention like uh, we already Sergeant other Pepper. people you that would, we, would you Sergeant Pepper honor mention or you would not? No, I would not. <gasps> I am not. There will be a lynching right after this podcast. I am not a big Beatles fan, dude. When you were talking earlier about the, Paul McCartney missing something without the Beatles, dude. in my head I went, yeah, they're ball and chain. Dude. Love Paul McCartney. <laughs> Dude. Just think the Beatles are okay. Mm. Wow. I don't know what to say, man. Sorry, I'm guys. So sorry. I don't know sorry. what to say. For of, those of you who have musical I'm, taste, I apologize. Oof. I'm kind of I'm kind of the opposite. Yeah. I, I like the Beatles. I don't I'm not a great big fan of Paul McCartney. All not right. by himself. No. Yeah. All, some things, but not everything. Oh my god. People want the Beatles to get back together. I want wings to tour. Well the Beatles can't <sighs> get back together. That would be awkward. It would be. Uh, All right, mm. so we got number five, man. I'm stalled as long as we can. We got to have number five. All right, number five. And, and no honorable mentions, because if you don't honorable mention Sergeant Pepper, then you have no honor. Then I don't get one, yeah. <laughs> oh. So last one's uh, going to be A Sense of Purpose by In Flames. Okay. Well, they're good. They should make it on your list. They should make it on their list. A, a Sense of Purpose. But yeah, it was another just kind of came out at the right time. We're talking about the right things that I wanted to hear emotionally and melodically. It was just kind of the pinnacle of what I thought they were, had been trying to do their entire career. Uh, there are many of their fans who will fight me on that. Uh, that's not everyone's favorite record because it was the last record that they did with the original guitar player before he left. And from what I understand based on interviews that I've read and stuff, he, kind of handed the reins over to the other guitar player, which his songwriting style and, and, and guitar playing style was a little more loose, a little less structured. Uh, and so there was more rhythmic things that they explored on that record that they hadn't done before. And then the record they did afterwards without the original guitar player at all sounded pretty much like an extension of A Sense of Purpose, the previous record which led me to believe that their other guitar player just has that kind of flavor that I appreciated more about them as a band when he kind of took over the, the reins for writing. Um, but it was the, it was kind of that little bit of, of friction between the two writing styles that created this really cool mm. version of the band that hadn't really existed beforehand that I felt like was always kind of trying to fight to get out. Mm. Uh, Cause the guitar player that wrote most of that was originally the drummer. They, oh. they kind of, rotated things around because they all just started in this uh, tiny town in Sweden where it was just a small scene and they all knew each other and lived in these different apartment complexes and, and 
would just like literally, I think they talked about at one point, they got together five of them and went, let's start a band. Okay. Uh, you be the drummer, you be the singer, you play guitar, you play bass. That'd be fun. Um, and they didn't know anything and they learned their, their instruments together as a band. Accordion. Ah, damn it. (laughs) But it, so it it created this weird thing where, you know, not everybody was necessarily on the right seat on the bus from the get go, but they learned how to kind of write for and appreciate the the other instruments. It was the agreement. See, it's that thing that I like, right? Right from the get go. And then they worked at it. Mm -hmm. See, I like that. I think that's cool. Yeah. So that was, that was, I would consider that my, my fifth, um, of, of ones that are my favorite of all time. Well, there you go. Let's, uh, let's, let's wrap this up with one quick rapid fire, right. lightning round, lightning round, lightning, lightning round. round. Cause it's been a long one. Lightning round. Top five guitars that you would pick if you had only five to choose from period. That's it. And you have to pick not specific, but generic you know, you can't say this particular strat or whatever you got it. Yeah. For instance. Oh, yeah. Speci- just a generic thing. All right. Rapid fire. I'm going to round robin. Okay. I'm going to start this time. Go. Okay. Fender Jazzmaster, Balaguer, Growler, some kind of semi-hollow. That, that, nope. Oh, it has to be more specific than well, that? Yeah. My, uh, my LTD semi-hollow that I have it's the that would be the one yeah that'd be okay. the one I mean it's the only guitar I bought twice Telecaster oh Telecaster just generic Telecaster uh maple or rosewood uh solid rosewood neck Telecaster solid ro- like a George Harrison yeah not not, not that we not, love not, George Harrison not that we right? love George, know, not, right. the, not the body just the neck gotcha body alder body gotcha rosewood neck okay um that's four that's four and then five would be um a Loudon acoustic Loudon yeah <laughs> Interesting. Wow. With uh, Tasmanian blackwood back in size Dear God. and a sinker redwood top. Thought about this much? I have, and that that's one of those that is a particular guitar that one of our customers at Sanctuary has that I sold to him, that I told him if he ever sells it, he needs to come to me first, and I will work out the loan I see. to buy the guitar. Wow. And he goes, no, I'm never going to get rid of it. I said, oh, okay, yeah. cool. If... <laughs> When you pass, will it to me. (laughs) Forget your children. They won't love this guitar the way that I will. Uh, But yeah, that's very specific. I'm Uh, very... Once again, that description is Loudon with what? It's a Loudon. Technically, it is a uh, F35 with sinker redwood top and Tasmanian blackwood back and sides. Wow. All right. Well, there you go. Five. I, and he picked I, an acoustic as part of his five. No basses, by the way. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no basses. No basses. Yeah. I probably wouldn't pick basses either. But, really? Uh, okay. Well, I, I understand would, that. You guys just rely on me to step up that's with the right. basses. Fine. We do. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but go we're ahead. perfectly what? happy with you having a bass. So, uh, is there going to be an acoustic in your five? Uh, I hadn't thought about an acoustic even. I thought, wow. Uh, okay. I'd All right. What do you got? What do you got? Uh, Stratocaster, of course. Stratocaster. Uh, maple, maple or rosewood? Maple. Maple. Uh, two Telecasters, one maple, one rosewood. Wow. And, Doubling uh, down on the telly. Yeah. Any humbuckers in there or all singles? Nah. See, uh, oh, if I can, see McCarver, what, what are you going to do? If I can pick the... Uh, uh, pick the pickups in them i would pick the uh well he's picking tasmanian blackwood so yeah, yeah. i guess you can but say it should be noted that that uh that semi-hollow that i have has a humbucker in the bridge and a p90 in the neck that is unusual okay and a, and a whammy said it no it's an everton everton um a, a, a les paul um 
P90 or regular? Yeah, oh, God. P90 the neck and humbucker in the bridge yeah, with the Bigsby. Yeah. Not that I'm making one for you here, but yeah, it seems yeah. like a nice choice. Yeah. Oh, dang. That's true. I need a guitar with a with a wang. Different discussion. No, 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 Different discussion. You've got the, discussion. You've got the, the strat. Got the strat. Yeah. yeah so what's right, going to so be? We need, we need one uh, more. So it's a strat, two tellies, a Les Paul with just regular Les Paul? Like an uh, R9? Are we talking R9? In, yeah, probably an R9. Okay. Uh, but I would pick two Les Pauls also. I'd pick a Les Paul Custom. And an R9? Yeah, and an R9. They're really? Enough, yeah, they're enough different. Really? Yeah. Of all the guitars in the world. Uh, two, two, uh, you, uh, two Tele, two Pauls, actually, and a Strat. Actually, the right number is six. Two Strats. Two, two Strats, two Tele's, two Les Pauls. Wow. He is so, sticking to the hardline traditional, ladies and gentlemen. He really is. Yeah. And your this is the hardest. Five. This is the hardest. Yeah, thing. Yeah. This is why we <laughs> saved you for last. This is the hardest thing. Um. Well, clearly a Strat. Gotta have Strat. Siri, what are <laughs> my favorite five guitars? Got <laughs> It's got to be a Strat. Gotta have a Strat. Um. Well, I will bite the bullet and get a bass. So I will put a... Uh, uh, Good thing we're not a band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put a uh, Rickenbacker 4001 in there. Oh, okay. For bass. Uh, for acoustic, I'm going to put an acoustic in there. I'll put a Martin. Which one? Uh, I really like the one I've got, which I can't remember the model number of, but... Is it a D35? Because like, that's the right answer. It's No, it's like a, uh, it's the rosewood back and sides, spruce top. That, so the, so the, it's a Martin. Yeah. Well, they're not all rosewood. I know, but most it's of them like are. A, it's a D28? It? Yeah, it's like a HD28. HD28. But, it, but it's got a cutaway. It's a little different. It's got slightly different fret or, or a fingerboard radius. Okay. Anyway, it was a special model. I'm okay. Off, but anyway. Well, if it was special. So that's two. That's two. Rickenbacker and the Martin. Just for you guys. The Martin. Just for you guys. All right. Uh, a Strat. Gotta have a Strat. Yeah. Um, which Strat? Uh, which Strat? I have to pick which particular Strat in the whole wide world. Is there a Strat in this room, maybe? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, they're only messing with me because there's one Strat that they know I really like. Uh, yeah, I'd be a sort of a, maybe an uh, Eric Johnson signature, probably, I'm guessing. Okay. Uh, maybe a maybe a maybe a rosewood model with a neck that's been swapped to a maple. Okay, that'd be weird. That would be that weird. That would be weird. Yeah, but that, one of those. Uh, oh God, I'm torn. Aristides. I'm thinking Aristides. Maybe Aristides 060. Yeah. You know, in a in a sparkle something or other might be a good choice. All right, and number five. Uh, oh, I'm gonna have to go with my. My PRS that's got custom Lollertrons in it. Oh yeah, that's well, a those Lollers. So it's a Loller guitar. It's a, it's a it's a it's a it's a Gretsch PRS combo thing. It's a custom twenty two with Lollertrons. Yeah, that would be the one. Yep. Yeah, because it's it's just got the. But you know, then I think Paler Pirate and there's so many. Yeah, others. but not. But those are weird the, one off things. That's not. Well, you know, so are some of these others that I picked. But it's yeah. true. But something like a Gretsch, something like oh, oh see a three. Yeah. A 335. I didn't get a 335 in there. Yeah. <gasps> oh, that's tough. I shouldn't have got that greedy with 
strats and yeah you just went to town you went i'm having six and it's gonna be be duplicates of three yeah the duplicate thing is tough man you missed out on gretch you missed out on rickenbacker you missed out on well but so many things those are those are just the three i've well they are it's like in jeopardy when or not jeopardy wheel of fortune when they keep buying the letters and they should have solved the puzzle right right i'd like to buy another vowel alex and what i was just thinking about this the other day what did you think about humbuckers single coil p90 uh, we actually have a, an Anderson right now. I know that's that. where I got the idea. Yeah, it. Uh, I don't know. I the middle strap pickup, unless you just love that tone, doesn't quite have the same effect that it does in a strat when it's mixed with a humbucker or a P90. Doesn't have enough chutzpah. Yeah, there's not the spank, Stacy. <laughs> spank, Stacy. Spank, right, Stacy. If I have to, some spank. Oh. Ouch. Oh no! Uh, well, that's all we thank, have time for. Thank you, sir. Uh, Thanks, sir. Uh, that's gonna that's gonna be it for us. No, we're not kidding. We're going now. Uh, Stacy is getting spanked, and I'm uncomfortable. Uh, I'll spank you too, man. You'll be hearing from my lawyer. Um, but uh, but in all seriousness, this was a great conversation. We should do this more often. Yeah, uh, thank you. Yeah, the the formats Thanks. and everything are great, but it's cool when we get to just kind of talk and and discuss. And I'm a little surprised we didn't completely disagree on anything other than uh, Sergeant Pepper, which it's okay for y'all to be wrong. It you'll learn one day, maybe. I mean, maybe maybe you'll learn. I but, like uh, the Timmons version of Sergeant Pepper, right? That yes. Okay, that we can agree a, on that. See, that's spectacular. Okay. His uh, his renditions of well, I mean, his renditions of most things are. Yeah, pretty well, I think good. we can all agree Andy Timmons, genius, spectacular yeah, player, yeah. and yeah. all around uh, just lovable guy. Yeah. Yeah. Upstanding human being. Yeah, he really is. He's a great guy. If you haven't listened to Andy Timmons' work, really give yourself a, a treat and listen to it. Anything he's done is is worth the listen. But especially if you're a Beatles fan, that's a good gateway to uh, to his other music, is his, his Sgt. Pepper album. It is. Because uh, yeah. it's songs you know in a way that you necessarily have expected uh, that's super tasteful but still uh, just good yeah and he didn't go back and really analyze it I, I was Mm-mm. a little bit he actually played a lot of it from like memory of what he remembered I, to me that's so cool you know that is cool yeah good interpretation. must must be uh, real awful to just be able to play what's in your head right yeah without <laughs> restriction but yeah this one's been great um, if you want to submit your top five of anything uh, please uh Shoot us an email or uh, some such. Yeah, we um, can comp- compile them and uh, and kind of do a little chart, see what comes out on the top. Yeah, and that'd be a, that'd be a fun uh, conversation so for us. Top five guitars, top five uh, albums, and top five bands that got you into playing. Yeah. So yeah, shoot those over to us. Uh, thanks so much for listening, and uh, have a great yeah. week. Yeah, give us an email, gearandgigs.com. Take care, everybody. Bye.